0: i Spaces
1: Okay, I can hear you okay. Let's probably wait, a few, wait a few minutes for some people to get in here and then we'll uh,
2: take it away. That's right, That's right. <laughs> is that B fan himself? I know. <laughs> Cross chain maxi. I'm I'm like unleashing from stealth, guys. You guys have me in a minute. <laughs> No
3: way you're blessing us with your presence on this Friday morning. Yes, yes, you should be so lucky. Eh? I <laughs> am. I feel lucky, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. got Star Chance popped up as well. Uh, I just want to make sure uh, if you're going to be joining from your account or is there another account coming up as well?
3: No. Hi.
1: Hello, guys. Uh, it's Dennis here. So I'll be joining from here. Awesome. Perfect. We'll probably wait like another maybe like one to two minutes and then we can kind of get started in the meantime. Mr. B, you're uh it's wonderful for you to bless us as we said earlier. But um yeah, it's we've we've been disgraced of your of your presence recently until we got lucky enough for you to kind of hop
2: up, talk about outposts. We've been missing it. We've been missing it, that's for sure. Hey, what can I say, man? I mean, the last several months actually the last year was actually a lot of a lot of cross-chain projects some of them are still in the works and you know one of them likely the outposts is um got announced recently and basically lit up the entire ibc so i'm excited to kind of finally come on and call <clears throat> out of the core out of my uh, death cave and talk about it you know
1: <laughs> right on jaden if you want to kind of uh, kind of set the stage and uh get us going on on the different um kind of upfront contract of this call and then we can kind of take it away from there.
3: I'd be happy to. Yeah, we've uh we're lucky enough to have the sore chain folks here today to uh to talk all things sore and all things jackal. Um we've been talking with uh with the team over at sore chain for a bunch of months now, really 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 great team. Um they've got some really exciting developments as of late and really since we started talking to them upwards of 6 months ago. So, what we wanted to do today is just all get in a room, um, talk about the things that are keeping us up at night, what we're excited about, um, and how we're planning on collaborating and and potentially taking over the world here.
1: Right on, right on. And then, that being said, um, Dennis, do you want to kind of take it away and introduce yourself and introduce Swordchain,
4: and then we'll follow up with uh, what we do and who we are? Yeah, definitely. Um, So, I'm Dennis. Uh, I'm the uh, CTO and co-founder of Um So about me, um, I'm actually coming from like an uh, electrical and electronics engineering background. I've been working on uh, uh, autonomous vehicles for about six years now. And I've been in the automotive industry for about 10 years. I've been in crypto since 2013, of course, uh, only as a, like a, trader, let's call it, uh and also like project follower, so to say. Um and uh we've been working on sourchain um uh, for about I guess a couple of years now almost two years. Um and uh yeah that is pretty much about me. And um uh, uh actually um uh, I don't want to just keep it too long. Uh, it came out of the necessity uh that uh we saw when working with within the automotive industry where we have many different parties all all these uh different technologies and many market forces at play Uh, the industry is highly fragmented there is no um open protocol to glue all the stakeholders together Because at the end of the day, you have the car manufacturers, you have their tier one suppliers, and you have the end users as drivers. Um, And there's a huge disconnect between all these parties, mostly due to the fact that these companies are really large and like 100 year old companies uh, that are basically very, they've optimized all the mechanical things, manufacturing processes, everything, uh, but they haven't been able to become. Uh, software oriented and they're trying to uh turn their vehicles into software defined vehicles but in order to do that they need an open platform and interoperable platform uh that regulates the interactions between all the parties within the space so sorting basically came out of the necessity uh and uh, we started building it uh we're a cosmos sdk chain uh, obviously we're ibc enabled and um the a few things about Sword chain is that it is uh, the it is built to deal with a lot of data, especially uh mobility data. It is a lot different than IoT data or any other data points that uh we are used to because it is in defined in terabytes and it is a constant stream of data, sensor data, camera data, and all of these things are verified. Um On chain, and the proof uh, is immutably written onto the chain. So um, it kind of acts as the data availability layer, maybe it could be called that. Uh, But the uh, best part about it is the scaling layer, where uh, we have incentivized nodes uh, that are not validators, that are actually, that can be thought of as decentralized sequencers um who re- constantly receive data from the vehicles, aggregate the proofs, create uh a single proof out of the aggregated data, and uh submit this to the layer one. And layer one then doesn't have to do the computation again. It only verifies the proof. And thus we we enable uh the verified data and by verified we mean verification of its authenticity, uh originality, uh, integrity and most importantly plausibility. Um, and of course, uh, why is this important? Because when you make this data available on-chain, uh, you open up a whole range of possible applications. Uh, developers can de- come develop different apps on sour chain, um, ranging from pay how you drive insurance to road monitoring applications or Uh, more vehicle-to-vehicle applications such as pre-crash warnings or vulnerable road user detection, uh, platooning applications, and all of these are possible with Swordchain. And uh, a final thing is that we have a hardware aspect where um, you basically get this device and plug it into your vehicle, and it acts as a hardware wallet slash um, data collector from your vehicle and uh this enables you to start participating in the sort protocol uh specifically participating in this proof of availability uh, where you are required to prove the availability of your vehicle uh, through some cryptographic uh, means uh, and thus uh, get network rewards in return um yeah there there's a lot more to say, uh, obviously, but I think um Yeah, that's pretty much uh, a very long summary of what 4G is. No, it's extremely interesting.
1: And I I like the ability to have just vehicle connectivity overall. Um, I have like very little experience in the space, but I'm really close with like a team that does um, kind of like they do dash cams, right? It's just kind of like one of those things and having a way for your to do like fleet management to just like collect data and understand um, different things about kind of the city and like the value of that data is pretty fascinating where you can sell it to the city you can sell it to people that are building things you can sell it to all kinds of different um, sides of that and just trying to find value also for like the vehicle manufacturers to kind of get data so they can kind of get those build measure learn feedback loops from my standpoint there's a lot of value in just having the ability to connect your car uh, and have like a, a reliable stream of data and have something that's a public good that you can kind of interoperate between vehicles as well it's uh, it's exciting from my point of view um, to say the least i'll kind of get into jackal and what we do so my name is patrick i'm the co-founder of the jackal protocol we have uh, jaden and b also up here so jaden is kind of head of bd uh b is the the interchain god at jackal labs where he kind of focuses on cross-chain integrations and all that good stuff um what jackal does in a nutshell is we do decentralized storage um, where it's really fast. You have on-chain permissions, super private, and interoperable through IBC, and uh, hopefully through some other messaging platforms uh, soon as well. So, this is something where we have scalable hot storage. It's um, really the what we believe is like the best technology currently out there. Where we have a proof of stake blockchain, we have on-chain permissions, everything super speedy retrieval, super speedy, and uh, having everything we need to kind of build web-scale applications on blockchain technology. Um that's kind of us in in a nutshell and uh, I think I would love to like pass it over to B because um a, a really large a really large chunk of what we're looking to do um with Swordchain and with um other partners as well is this outpost model which is pretty fascinating and B I know you put a lot of work into it and I'd love to kind of uh, get your spiel on how outpost works and why it's valuable.
2: Hey guys um everyone uh, my name is B uh, B fan cross-chain developer um, at Jackal Labster, and also core core core, core developer. Um, and in essence, oh yeah, my, my background is computer engineering. So uh, connecting vehicles to blockchains is just kind of right up my alley there. Um, so real short and sweet. Uh, we made a major breakthrough with our cross-chain um, integrations a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was featured on like the main Atom Interchain account and basically everywhere, where um, we ported the entire functionality of our blockchain um, to a smart contract. Um, a WebAssembly module specifically. Um, What this means is that um, any Cosmos SDK chain that um, has a smart contracting platform like Cosmosm or or like any kind of WebAssembly platform um, can run that that contract and have the complete functionality of the Jackup protocol on their chain. Um, What this means for the user uh, so imagine uh, someone has Archway tokens or uh, Neutron tokens or any any Cosmos tokens really. Uh, they don't have to swap Jackal. They don't have to go to an exchange and deal with all that. Um, they can just use that token natively um, on the Archway chain, on the Atom chain, on the Osmo chain um, to use Jackal pop storage, uh, self-custodial private storage. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the biggest innovation. And we. We are the first team in the world. Some, someone can come at me for this, but uh, we, we've done our research, and we're the first team in the world to send um, a custom modules, custom chain modules message across IBC, specifically using interchain accounts. And uh, for this, this this announcement with Soul chain is kind of the perfect timing because uh Soul Chain's premier uh, smart contracting platform is Cosmwasm, which is WebAssembly based. Which uh, makes us compatible with Soulchain off the bat at the protocol level. So never mind API spaghetti or JavaScript um, APIs or SDKs um, at the chain level, we're compatible off the bat. So uh, just 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 imagine data being sent from from a vehicle across two blockchains. It's kind of wild. So, um, yeah, that's the latest development. And uh, as far as like uh, talking about um, future partners and, and whatever, um, I'll, I'll kind of pass it on to Patrick and Jaden. Cause uh, I, I I I don't, I know we're talking to a lot of people. I, I don't know how much I can say and how much I cannot say, but yeah, this, no, it, almost this a, is sorting stuff, uh, space. So, you know,
1: yeah, I'll, 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 absolutely. Thanks for the context there. It's uh, it's pretty special. And just like from first principles, you just have access to all of Jack's functionality on any cosmos chain that like runs Cosmos or WebAssembly. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's pretty fascinating in that sense, where like now you have on chain access directly there, you don't have to go to Osmosis, swap for Jackal, transfer to Jackal, get an account there, you can just do it all locally with a simple smart contract call. Um, so I- I'm curious, um, Dennis, uh, when it comes to like, kind of like storage and things like that, like, what do you guys care about? Because I know that like these vehicles, all the data, like just spits off data like crazy from Location to like all like the if you hit the brakes really hard, that'll like trigger an event. If you have a camera on the vehicle, that'll that's like a ton of data that's kind of depending on like the resolution, of course. But that's a ton of data that is just spitting off these cars all the time. And I'd love to hear about where you guys are with like kind of managing that and, and what what are like kind of like the the base needs of Sword chain in general when it comes to kind of managing this data and how you guys go about it currently.
4: Yeah um so um uh, the f- like first thing to understand about mobility data is it, that it is really something we've never seen before it is said that uh an average modern vehicle is able to generate about like 2 terabytes of data per day and it'll just and per day i guess that that takes into account some 2 3 hours of drive and uh As these vehicles become more and more autonomous, it will just go up to four terabyte as they're uh, claiming. This is, of course, like LiDAR data, point cloud data, camera data, sensors data, uh, even like AC data, seats data, whatever, like passenger, everything added up. Uh, Of course, like maybe 80, 90% of this data is useful when it is used in real time. Uh, meaning that either on the car itself or by the nearby vehicle. So the vehicle to vehicle aspect is an important one. But uh, the vehicle to network part is actually uh, what we're currently um, working on to optimize, uh, where you have a constant stream of data from all the sensors. And uh, even though it does get pre processed, it Uh, Still uh, needs some um, way of being verified. So the initial goal is to verify the data for its like integrity, authenticity, and plausibility. This is first like the first line of defense is the hardware itself. It is a secure hardware, meaning that it has a secure element inside of it. It has secure, and this means like it has a chipset that stores the private keys and all the uh, sensitive. Credentials, the certificates, and everything. And there are also some other security measures, such as having a secure boot, meaning that no uh, other firmware would be able to run on it. And even if it does run on it, uh, we would be able to get the fingerprint of what kind of firmware running on it. And also, that's um, decided through uh, an on chain process where uh, you know which exact firmware is running on it um, do, through a fingerprinting process. This is like the pre-processing stage. And then it comes to the scaling layer that we call runners. It is a state machine replicated, highly asynchronous, and um, like this also makes it uh, censorship resistant. And there actually the data um, the This is actually the most important part about the data being distributed because there, uh, right now, the data is just uh, being cached uh, for some time. And once the proofs are generated and sent to the blockchain, uh, they're not stored anymore. And they don't really um, need to be stored for the time being because these are just the proof of availability rewards where, the, as the name implies, vehicles just prove their availability. But we have this thing called the data provision request, which is actually a way for the data consumers who could be like that developers, companies, um, like data marketplaces, anyone who need, uh, wanna use this data for their business case and to um, provide some utility to the users. Uh, they submit an on-chain data provision request uh, where the eligible vehicles are notified through an off-chain indexer. And there, they basically, if they are eligible, and of course, if they have opted in to provide the data, they uh, start streaming the data to this runner network. And there, we're still not involved with the data storage part. And the main function of store chain is to actually facilitate the secure streaming of this verified data from the generator to the consumer from the data generator to, to the data consumer and to actually act as a verification layer and protect both parties through the trustless protocol there uh the goal is to of course like the, in this case we assume that the data consumer who could be let's say Predictive maintenance application, uh, they will be storing the data themselves. But of course, uh, the idea is to provide this as an end to end service where they would be able to, with a click of a button or with direct integration without going out to some centralized um, storage providers, like, I don't know, S3 buckets, whatever, uh, they would just have everything integrated and they would actually have their data, uh, the reference to their data, on-chain, and they would have uh, permanent storage uh, through uh, a decentralized storage provider, which is uh, Jackal. So that's how we're envisioning the exact data pipeline for the time being. Uh, And this is pretty much uh, something we are um, very excited about.
1: It's, it's pretty fascinating, right, to have the ability for you to kind of spit off data off your car and also kind of like maintain the ownership and self-custody in the event that those users want to sell that data. And it's their choice, right? And it's pretty fascinating by like leveraging blockchain technologies, on-chain permissions, who has access to what files at what time, leveraging like your public and private key pairs. It's, um, it's, it's, I'm pretty excited about it. Overall, just having the ability to kind of maintain self custody, ownership, and a ridiculously high security posture around that specific data and uh, kind of have a way for you to monetize it or donate it or keep it for yourself or um, do things like that or uh, give it the source. Like you have so many different options since it's like so modular from that side of things, just directly at the chain level. B, I'm curious what your thoughts are of like how. This integration would go, and, and what that would look like. Obviously, it's still still early days, but how do you see the architecture for this working? And I'd love to kind of, um, Dennis, add your input as well, um, just on how that would look.
2: Yeah, um, of course. I uh, I imagine every every single device um, that uh, Sortain is working on can can send data directly to to the to Sortain itself, the chain itself. But um, as far as sending that that data from um, uh, source chain to, uh, to our chain and then to our source providers, everything just happens through the outposts. Um, as of right now, for for us, uh, of course, <clears throat> your data is protected by your ledger, right? Which is you know your your private key, and only you can unlock your data, and then that's ultimately um, shipped into an IBC packet. Um, on the outpost and then sent across the wire over to to the Jacker protocol. But um the beauty of the outpost is, is it's that simple. <laughs> I really can't say anymore. <laughs> that's 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 just how it works in uh, a few like a sentence essentially. So uh Dennis I'm gonna I'm to ship it off to you. Um but uh yeah we, we have compatibility off the jump.
4: Yeah that is actually like one of the most uh exciting and I guess convenient things about um working with Jackal where we would utilize the direct IBC connection to basically exchange assets as general as it gets of course and um, to still give the ownership of the data to our users like it, it wouldn't be actually
5: um, going to
4: some other custodial service but rather they would actually have full control over it uh, through their key pairs so that's actually um
1: i i guess almost revolutionary i'd say it's uh it's pretty cool from from that side of things i'm, I'm excited to just try to i the way i see blockchains i just find them fascinating in general right it's uh the best way to dumb it down is just a simple Excel spreadsheet. It's a fancy Excel spreadsheet where uh, it's a cell spreadsheet that's really never wrong. It's this magic Excel spreadsheet where you can use it for who has what things at what time and using it for um, who has like what proofs of like the vehicle mobility data in your use case, for example, and verifying that and making sure that all that data is verified using the technology or using the technology as like a data permission system. And it's just so malleable into different ways it's it's uh it's pretty fascinating overall regarding Sorchain and what you guys like what does your year look like in general so i know that you guys have two products that seem to be out um you have the modus the modus mini and i uh, i'm sure you guys are working on a bunch of protocol upgrades what's it looking like for you guys in the next year
4: yeah it is also um a pretty uh busy schedule a busy release schedule i'd say um where we're currently on the incentivized testnet um we'll be actually freezing the whole thing um hopefully on uh 8 of march uh the blockchain side uh we're working on some new features on the hardware side Uh, right now the uh, main focus is uh, on the motus mini devices uh, which is kind of like an entry-level device which is uh, for like mm, designed for general user base we have another device called modus Pro it is still under like QA tests it's got a lot more complex systems in it's like system on chips on it such as the vehicle to vehicle capability um, like a very high category LT um, higher computational power so it is like a flagship uh, product so to say but right now uh the uh, modus minis are uh, being shipped to the users and we will we have done a lot of optimizations in terms of like the power consumption soon the um connectivity futures are going to be diversified so right now it is connected through the hotspot the bluetooth functionality will uh, be added to that and on top of that um we will as I mentioned, enable the data provision request, which is a whole new way of the network participants to
5: um, do
4: more actions. Uh, basically, the actual purpose of Chain will be uh, fulfilled. And uh, there we have right now around 13 uh, dApps coming into play, uh, ranging from all these uh, things that I mentioned, like ride-hailing application, safety applications, um, some um, AI application that would also utilize the camera of the mobile app. And uh, many of these are actually in the works, um, some uh, by us and some by completely external teams that are developing on Sorchain, So the developer traction is also really uh, something that we really value because um, in our case, uh, it is all about the dApps that are being developed on Sorchain. So SoreChain as the protocol itself is like, we're not interested in implementing everything as a future, everything as a base level, um, future that lies on the blockchain logic, but rather just implement the um, functionalities and expose them as easy to use API-like interfaces so that the developers can just come and develop their applications. Uh, We've recently released some template smart contracts related to ride sharing, ride hailing, uh, insurance of very um, comprehensive set of insurance smart contracts so that's also one of the uh, strategies that we have Uh, we will be actually releasing sample smart contracts and sample applications where the uh, developers will be able to just deploy them with a single click uh, and just configure the configuration file it's almost like a no code uh, whatever and It will just streamline their processes. They will be able to focus on the applications and the business logic itself. Uh, So this is pretty much uh, what we have um, coming in the next
5: six months, I guess.
1: Well, I know uh, the reason why we like you guys a lot and we're excited to work with you in general is just um, we have a lot of respect for just hardware-based businesses where you're pretty much you have your entire blockchain that's one thing to build right And then you have a hardware side of things and hardware is just insane um, I have a lot of respect for it overall and like how far you guys are along in your roadmap is it's, uh, it's pretty exciting and kudos to you guys just absolutely crushing it on that front and you're already shipping things it's uh, it's wonderful wonderful on that front Um the thing that I find pretty interesting about this is having this level of connectivity gives you the ability to have like a different streamlined insurance product. And you were talking about that specifically, and that's something that intrigued me quite a bit, where you have the ability for you to run insurance based on like the vehicle diagnostics or different data that's coming off your vehicle every day, whether it's camera based, whether it's a brake sensor, speed, stuff like that. Where you can have a little bit more personalized insurance plans it seems like from my understanding is that where you guys heads at right now for like
4: one of your service offerings uh yeah the, the, that is like because it is the easiest and the most straightforward um use case to understand by many like it, it the insurance providers are already um all over this thing um we have a couple of companies actually. Um, developing uh, their own business uh, with the source chain data pipeline. Um, And one of the things we're also working about this is to kind of protect the user privacy in a way that um, through privacy preserving systems, of course, where uh, there would be two things. One is the uh, revealing as little user data as we can. And the second thing is when they are receiving the initial um, policy, like the premium, uh, there will be, so there are two things. Yeah, the first one is pretty straightforward. We had this like old way of uh, doing the uh, premiums, like yearly thing where you would just I don't know, like your mileage would be taken into account and whether you had an accident or not. And then it it went through some changes and it became like a pay as you drive with all these Metro miles and stuff. And now it's moving towards more pay how you drive. But there's one important aspect when you use some pay how you drive insurance from directly from an insurance provider. Uh, one, you're putting a device that you don't know what 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 is running and uh, you're providing all your data to a single company without knowing anything about it. And the second thing is that you're providing your data and in a um, plain text way where they will be able to use that data not only for calculating your premium but also for uh, even location-based ba- ads or like they can sell it, whatever. Um, in our case, what we're trying to enable is to balance out the equation and uh, give just the necessary data um, to the provider and even anonymize it in a way that they wouldn't be able to link it with you. Uh, so that is something in the works where th- the deployer of this um, these contracts would be actually enforced to use a privacy preserving method. And the second thing which uh, we're working on, which is really interesting, I think, uh, is to enable a a completely privacy preserving uh, premium offer um, reception, I don't know, like uh, the exact term, Uh, but basically you will have multiple insurance providers and you want the one that fits your needs best. Maybe like you want a really dynamically changing premium. Maybe you're like a high risk driver. I don't know, maybe you'll, you have other needs and you'll have to give your data to five different providers just for them to give you an offer. And you would be sharing your data with all of them. What we're working on right now is the ability to share your data in a completely encrypted way. And it gets processed it, while it is encrypted. Um, nothing is revealed. And uh, the algorithm, the parameters of this algorithm uh, would be selected by the insurance providers. And they would actually give you an insur- uh, A policy where where they wouldn't even see what they're giving to you and only you would be able to reveal it once they give it to you, because it would also be encrypted. Um, It's based on like fully homomorphic encryption and that's also something we're very excited about and uh, will be like demoing um, soon. uh, With uh, some of the partners.
1: It would be really interesting, and uh, I know that uh, just for example, just in, in a workflow, for example, I may I have a Modus Mini in my vehicle. I want to get insurance, so I plug it in. I collect data for a certain amount of time, and then after a certain amount of time, I have the option to go and find insurance providers. For example, so what you're telling me basically is that I can kind of have some compute running over that data where I could. Are we submitting like zk proofs to the insurance providers saying like okay like these are like the specific proofs instead of giving all of the data up is kind of like what my understanding is but it also seems like you're doing fully homomorphic stuff so um is that am i kind of like in the the right
4: yeah yeah yeah. exactly exactly but it is not even like nothing is revealed so it is like um run in a fully homomorphic way completely encrypted data Um, but of course at the end of the day you would you would have to reveal your data to the provider that you pick. But it just limits um, your data to just circulate around all these companies. Um, You would at least provide your data um, in a, like, it is still uh, encrypted. And we are also going to use some ZK uh, proofs to actually preserve the user's privacy when they choose to work with the insurance provider but that is like a next steps for us the initial thing is to protect their privacy while they're receiving premiums from different providers because yeah you don't really need to give your
1: plaintext data anymore and that makes complete sense right where you can kind of use proofs to kind of get the quotes from the different providers and then when you finally decide on a provider then you can release your data to that one provider rather than having multiple cybersecurity attack vectors you only have now one it's uh, cool, no, it's pretty fascinating on that front. I'm uh, I'm excited for this integration. I wonder where it can go. And I'm, I'm, what I'm also curious about with like the programmability of the actual data that the user has, I'm curious what applications can be built with that as well on sort chain where now you have like a full permission system, you have all kinds of different stuff where you can kind of change permissions for specific, like specific data sets completely on chain in six seconds where you kind of like, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. In that sense, at least. Um, Wow. Uh, What are you guys thinking? Jaden, you haven't talked in a while. B, what are are your thoughts?
3: Just sitting here soaking it all up.
1: (laughs) Of course, of course. I know is in the crowd. If he wants to come up, I know uh, this, you should come up to a specific conference here in uh, Toronto that I'm going to be going to. I think Marston, I don't know if B. I don't know if you're aware or not, but it's the uh, the the Homomorphic Encryption Conference in Toronto, where um, it's it's pretty cool to see the teams there. It's like some pretty uh, yeah. heavy heavy crypto guys, that's <laughs> for sure. Everyone's just like really really focused on the cryptography side of things. It's uh, it seems like a pretty cool conference to be. I'd love to see you guys there,
4: searching, sort of But um, yeah, I guess it's, it's the FHE org conference, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. I know the guys like the yeah they're they're crazy like they're the f- founders of uh fully not founders maybe but the guys that are, made it practical to use at least within that's a, a human a, being's lifetime
1: that's a thing right it's always uh, everyone has always been like homomorphic encryption is right around the corner and like 10 years later we're like still so, so close right it's uh, it's like the holy grail of cryptography really I know uh, I know Marston's pretty excited. I know Guy Zeiskin from Secret Network, he left and he's building something called Phoenix. It's like an EVM fully homomorphic chain, um, which is pretty cool as well. It's a, it's exciting times in the developments that are happening right now in our lifetime. We have AI going on, we have fully homomorphic encryption around the corner, we have some pretty crazy consensus algorithms for these blockchains now. Um, like not let alone like proof of stake, but we can start to get into like Tendermint consensus, narwhal and tusk, all these different things. The advancements are just it feels like the acceleration is pretty fast right now. And so I'm just happy to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's the market's definitely turning around and, uh, super, super pumped and, uh, everyone, everyone, everyone's kind of like big on, uh, protocols that are leveraging both blockchain and AI, which is super exciting. Um, and, uh, I just want to add on one thing, uh, to what I was saying before guys, um, the outpost itself is um, open source. So the storage outpost, uh, the contract is open source. You can read about how it works on the blog uh, on, on our Twitter. I think it's called Breakthrough App Chains running on as uh, uh, smart contracts. And uh, follow its development, guys. We're, we're super pumped. And we're actually meeting with the, 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 the Dennis and um, some of the chain dev next week to kind of hash everything out. But um, I guess maybe, uh, Patrick, uh, this is kind of time for Q&A or? Yeah, I, I think that's
1: perfect. It's probably uh, time to wind down here pretty quickly. I got to catch a flight. I got to go back to Ottawa. Go home. But uh, the, if anyone has any specific questions, feel free to request. If um, I'll kind of give you guys a few seconds to make some requests here. I'm going once. Going twice. Anyone? 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 If not, <laughs> if not, um, Dennis, do you have any last things that you would want to specifically say before we shut this down?
4: um yeah i mean just uh, we're on the incentivized testnet you can participate in many ways uh the most straightforward way is to get a modus mini and start participating if not we still have some like uh, community challenges and whatnot uh come join the discord and um other than that of course about this partnership we are very happy uh to be doing this Hopefully it will be like an integral part of chain. That's what I'm envisioning. Um, and
5: yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Right on. We have uh, Earl. Earl, how's it going? Uh, let us know what your question is.
5: You might be muted right now though, if you're chatting. Uh, GM, GM everyone. How are
1: you? What's, uh, do, you have, do you have a question?
5: Okay. I saw a link from Jasca from your protocol last week. I feed the form. We are told to submit our wallet. Is the link from you?
1: A link from us to submit a wallet address?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are told to submit our wallet address from Timpey, Timpey.
1: Oh, yes, uh, Timpy is like a third party team. So like they uh, they chose to like airdrop to our stakeholders. Um, I don't really know too much about how they kind of set that up, but uh, yeah, they, they did do an airdrop, I think, last week to all of the Jaco Protocol um, stakers. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, no, no worries at all. Yeah. All right. Um, if you have any questions, Gerald, I would actually like uh, reach out to the Tempe team, like if it's associated with the airdrop, that wasn't really done by our team. So uh, feel free to reach out to them. Um kind of shutting this down everyone if there's no other questions left um really for us if you want to get involved with the Jocker protocol hop in the discord hop in the telegram um kind of follow the development Bees doing some pretty crazy stuff over there with the outpost contracts and uh and kind of all the cross-chain integration stuff let alone like reg frameworks and that's a whole other can of worms but uh that's everything from us uh jaden
3: yeah, just a, a quick note before we uh we let everyone get on with the Friday here. As as Dennis said a little bit earlier and and kind of directing this towards the members of the Jackal community that are on this call, um, for everybody that wants to get involved, please do go check out SourceChain, pick up a Modus Mini. I know that we've already had members of the Jackal community pick one up, which is uh is phenomenal for any sort of partnership where we can leverage our community and and get more eyeballs on uh on projects that we're partnering with here. So we're wishing Dennis and the Chain team um, all the best. And um, if members of our community want to help out, we would absolutely love that as Dennis said.
4: Yeah, I mean, likewise, yeah. Uh, I'd also like, I I guess you already have like an end user um, product, right? Uh, Where I can just use it as a storage personally. I mean, yeah. yeah, so I'd also urge everyone in our community to uh, take a look at it it's like much much more resilient and I guess much uh, more cost-effective compared to other like providers when you look at it
1: 100 especially when we're like relating to like geo-redundant hot storage it's <laughs> it's uh, mm-hmm. it pretty expensive yeah. pretty quick right and i'm sure you're you're aware with what you guys are doing your research and yeah the uh yeah. yeah for us we have a few apps if anyone wants to try it out uh we have api if you're a business and you want like geo redundancy uh, you can use the API if you want like the self-custodial privacy nature, ownership nature of the protocol. Um, the Jacket dashboard is the best uh, for anything that's privacy related. And we also have two other applications that are public, like publishing of files. So if you want something to be published for 200 years, you can upload it um, to Radiant. Or if you want to like kind of like a medium style, you want to do some writing and you want to make sure that um, you just have like a place where you there's no information supply chain attacks or anything like that and have the ability to have something live on the protocol for 200 years you can also upload it to um beacon which is kind of like our medium style like um editor basically it's just a markdown editor just built into the browser that just stores files in jackal anyways uh really great chatting with you we have one more request of one person coming up here see if he uh gets connected raj how are you
3: you're muted here raj
6: hello good evening can you hear me
3: yeah we can
6: i wanted to know okay Motus mini is available across the world or is there any specific reason
3: raj your question was is the modus mini available worldwide
4: yep yep yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, sorry i didn't understand yeah it is actually um so um uh, we're shipping worldwide and um it is available in uh almost all the countries all all the continents and almost all the countries
6: okay and uh, once once i uh, get the motors mini then what kind of airdrop i can expect as a end user uh,
4: the first first thing is the base airdrop which is actually um, uh, given to all the minis uh, bought before the mainnet uh, where it will have like a cryptographic certificate in it to prove that it was actually manufactured before uh, the genesis event mm-hmm. of mainnet and on top of that uh, once you receive it you basically start participating in the network um participating in the proof of availability and also start uh, generating network rewards through it which also counts towards the airdrop
6: okay and uh, that motorsman is applicable for all vehicles or any certain vehicle
4: only uh, you would have to check the database like dot uh for uh, your specific vehicle um if it is there then uh it is supported it might not be there but still supported in either case you can come join our discord and ask it on the vehicle discussion channel or any any other channels basically
6: okay because i checked on the source chain and i figured it out that there are few vehicles okay those details are not available
4: yeah you can you can come ask uh, in the community and uh, we will be happy to help
6: okay okay and uh, discord is the only uh, only only communication channel or do you have any telegram channels? yeah we
4: also do have a telegram you can also join that one as well
6: okay and uh, second question okay if those who are not participating in the motors mini so is there any other way around where we can get a head uh
4: there are like some zealy challenges for like community building and all those stuff uh you can also participate on those on those one as well
6: okay and uh, when you are planning to uh, go into the main net? uh
4: it is planned at the end of this quarter uh probably towards um uh, uh, the mid uh, april or so
6: okay and uh if, if you allow me to ask one more question then i'll ask
4: yeah please <laughs> i'm
6: not disturbing you Okay, so do you have any plan to? Uh, do you have any plan for uh, seed round for retail investor as well?
4: Um, not at the moment, and like I really also don't have the ability to disclose that information.
6: Okay, but seed round will be there, right? Uh, I,
4: I, like I can't actually give any info about that one.
6: Okay, got it. Got it. Thank you, and. Uh, uh and, and and last question okay so Chain is building their own layer one blockchain or yes are, uh...
4: it, it is a cosmos sdk okay. based uh layer one blockchain we have like uh validators and everything all the full set all right got it thank
6: you yeah
4: thank you raj
3: thanks for coming up raj and, and make sure to drive safe out there
6: Yeah, I'm driving as as on on today while talking to you, so that is the reason I'm on speaker. Okay, I'm driving my car and I was checking on the source chain whether my car is available or not and uh, I'm driving Maruti Suzuki, okay, but uh, I, I was not able to figure it out because there are many more brands, okay, so which one is mine that I'm checking.
1: No, of course. Uh, just make sure you pull, pull out the uh, pull out the car manual when you get home, though. Just say get home safe, okay? Yep,
6: yep. Thank you.
4: Uh, and also, like one last thing, uh, I, I forgot to mention about the things uh, we recently got um, added an integration with Tesla. So um, anyone with a Tesla can also participate in the. Um, wow. For- yeah uh, through the uh tesla api actually so not really the what is mini but also uh the api itself
5: okay
4: it's a direct integration so
6: one more question one more question when i place an order for motors mini how long it will take to deliver
4: uh currently it's around four four weeks
6: four weeks yeah okay and uh uh can I can I configure myself, or I need to get it done by someone, technician or something?
4: No, like no, that? no. You can just plug it into the vehicle's OBD two port. Uh, it's it's right underneath the steering wheel.
6: Okay, got it.
5: Thank you. Thanks all. Yeah, you're welcome. Raj. All
1: right. Um, yeah. If anyone has any last questions, we can uh, bring you up, or uh, if you if that's it uh really great space i had a lot of fun uh thanks for as always searching excited to get that integration going get that outpost shipped, and then uh we can just see where where the art of the possible is it's it's going to be exciting times just kind of connecting all the infrastructure of all of
5: our
2: l1 chains hey guys before we uh sign off i just want to say dennis thank you so much for uh, coming on it's always great to meet other other engineers that are um really uh, maxis on building decentralized apps and we really really looking forward to collaborating next week on that, on that uh, Dev call. And uh, for, for everyone else, um, you want to get the inside scoop, I'm going to do a seamless plug. And if you want to get the uh, insight scoop on the latest chain developments and for Jackal, hit me with a follow, follow us on GitHub, uh, on Twitter. And yeah, thank you so much for coming. Uh, Any questions, please come up, but, um, yep.
1: I think we're gonna shut this one down now. But uh, really great chatting with everyone as always. Uh, see you guys, I guess next week. Our next thing is uh, town hall Wednesday. Uh, thanks for coming, everyone. Thanks
4: a lot, guys. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye bye. Have a good
6: weekend.
5: There's
3: this principal in like Darwin. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Dao 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 Taoism where it's-
0: no more humility, futility, plus size Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal Which side of the line you beating out on when the dust settles Motherfucking Westside shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory yam Beto and Bruce Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? Pfft, fam. Is it really is it worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting?
3: Really worth all the drama, and the answer I think is we
0: started using Zoom, now we the Zoom out, teaching all these plebiscites what this game's really all about. Little baby bitches, when they choose to have. All you left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust The shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile, over here, rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee-jerk More evolution, less shit-coin preachers Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean, please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC refs fuck sucking up the cheddar the recipe is two steps rinse and repeat now we all in your butts and we bring in receipts gm fam have a seat if you're listening to this my my pre you would be like
3: don't have to don't don't have to take a side on it just say like is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition it might, it might cost, cost us, us a lot more than what can be gained, gained by like fighting this to the better end and sometimes it's better to just like move on
0: Space is...